Welcome to God's Five Minutes with Pastor Ed Wilson. Reach him at God's Five Minutes at gmail.com. Now, here's Ed Wilson with God's Five Minutes. Hello, friends. 1 Kings 8 records the prayer Solomon prayed at the dedication of the great temple he had engineered at Jerusalem. First in that sacred ceremony was positioning the ark, which was marked by God's move into the temple, as indicated by the great cloud that filled the sanctuary when it was placed there. Next was a lofty and spiritual prayer that breathed the purest concepts of the character and nature of God and glowed with trust in Him. Then followed the blessing of the congregation. The prayer had been offered by the kneeling king. Next he stood, and with ringing tones to be heard by all, he put his prayer into two petitions, preceded by praise for national blessings and followed by exhortation to national obedience. A huge sacrifice concluded the ceremony. Solomon blessed the congregation when in their name he blessed the Lord, prayed that God would incline their hearts to keep his law and would maintain their cause and exhorted them to keep their hearts perfect with him. Standing there in the new temple with the United Nation gathered before him, the cloud filling the house and peace resting on all his land to its farthest border, the king looked back on the long road from Sinai and the desert. There had been many a dark time when enemies had oppressed. Many a hard-fought field had been stained with Israel's blood. But all had come to this calm hour when Israel's multitudes were gathered in worship and their unguarded homes were safe. There had been many heroes along the path. Joshua, Gideon, Barak, Deborah, Samson, Jephthah, Jonathan, David, and Solomon, Samuel, who turned to flight armies of the aliens. They're not mentioned here. Only one worthy name is spoken. It is the Lord who hath given rest unto his people. We also understand the past best when we look beyond the great names of history or the dear ones who have brightened our lives to the ever-living God. Solomon's judgment of Israel's checkered history will be our judgment of our own when we stand in the higher courts of the heavenly home and look from that height upon all the way by which the Lord our God has led us. The next focus of Solomon's prayer is that he may incline our hearts to walk in his ways, and he pled for God's presence to make that happen. The deepest desire of a truly spiritual soul is for all the felt nearness of God. That contains all other blessings. The presence of God is the absence of evil. Solomon remembered how God had worked for his ancestors and asked for the ancient presence to be renewed. The generations of those who trust in God are knit together, and the wonders of old time can happen today. This moment of triumph, when the sacrifices and dreams of a long line of dead workers had come to a sublime reality, set before us a continuity of a people or God's church, as well as a transience of its individual members. While Solomon prayed for national prosperity and victory over enemies, the focus of his petition has one specific purpose. What he sought most for himself and his fellow Israelites was moral conformity to God's will for the right to remain as his chosen people. The prayer implies that without God's help, hearts will wander from the paths of duty. The weakness of human nature and the consequent necessity for God's grace were as deeply felt by the devout spirits of the Old Testament as by apostles. They are felt by everyone who has honestly tried to measure the depth and breadth of God's law and to live up to it in life. It was following this part of Solomon's prayer, which amounts to a reach toward holiness, 
that the king spoke of the defense and protection of the nation. His request was put in the form of asking for God to maintain their cause, which far more important than defending a few hills or pastures, meant to ever preserve to them the heritage spoken of to Abraham, actively developed with the law of Moses, making them to this day distinct from all other peoples. The order of request for holiness followed by petition for protection is an indication of how closely the two are connected. It's yet so with God's people. Have you talked to him today? You have been listening to God's Five Minutes with Pastor Ed Wilson. Reach him by email at g-o-d-s-f-i-v-e minutes at gmail.com. Tune in next time to hear more encouraging thoughts from God's Word on God's Five Minutes with Pastor Ed Wilson. Are you a Christian who likes to read? If not, there's a whole world of Christian publishing out there that you're missing out on. I invite you to check out the Author's Corner podcast where I talk to the latest Christian authors each week about their new book releases and what's coming next. So if you're ready to jumpstart your spiritual growth with the newest books and the authors who write them, check out the Author's Corner podcast with me, Roberta Foster.